This is Plant-Based Briefing, Protein for Vegans and Plant-Based Eaters, Part 2, by Brigitte Jem at veganfamilykitchen.com. And I'm Marian Erickson, and this is the Curated Content Plant-Based Podcast, where I narrate a variety of articles with permission in about 10 minutes or less every weekday on plant-based and vegan topics. And today's article would have been longer than that, so it's a two-parter. I read part one yesterday, so go back and listen to that first if you haven't already, and then jump back here for part two. And now let's get to today's plant-based briefing. Protein for Vegans and Plant-Based Eaters, Part 2, My Point of View as a Meal Planner, Woman, and Mother, by Brigitte Jam at veganfamilykitchen.com. How can we get enough protein on a plant-based diet? Elephants, rhinos, and gorillas do it, and we can do it too. But we do need to put a modicum of care into our food choices. Not every plant-based diet is equal. For example, people who eat only white rice, which unfortunately is a reality for some due to food insecurity, come short on overall protein. Indeed, according to the Chronometer app, even those meeting their daily energy needs, 2,000 calories, with 10 cups of cooked white rice, will get only 42 grams of protein and few other nutrients. 10 cups of boiled potatoes with skins bring roughly the same amount of calories and protein, but a lot more calcium, iron, and nutrients in general. What about a more interesting plant food? As an onion lover, I'm pleased to report that 22 cups of cooked onion would also bring not only the required 2,000 calories, but also a whopping 63 grams of protein. This includes a full dose of most essential amino acids, plus plenty of calcium and some iron. Obviously, I'm not recommending that you eat 22 cups of cooked onion per day. But this absurd fact demonstrates that even the most modest plants have plenty of protein and other nutrients, too. A slightly more diverse but still boring daily diet consisting of 7 cups of cooked potatoes, 1.5 cups of black beans, 3 cups of broccoli, and 2 tablespoons of pumpkin seeds would bring 2,000 calories and 66 grams of protein. This eating pattern also meets the double or even triple of most targets for essential amino acids. Substituting brown rice for the potatoes would bring nearly identical amounts of each nutrient, but the potatoes remain a better choice than rice when it comes to iron and calcium. If you have a lot of time on your hands, you can head over to chronometer.com, create a free account, and keep a food diary for a day or three. Don't pay attention to the default protein target, which is set too high for most people. Do plant-based children need more protein? Children are still, quote-unquote, under construction, and their nutritional needs often reflect those of their next size up. Going back to the formula of roughly one gram per kilogram, we have to consider the child's future healthy weight. Infants, as they grow astonishingly fast, require twice as much protein as adults calculated in grams per kilogram of body weight per day. According to Reshma Shah and Brenda Davis in their excellent book, Nourish, the definitive plant-based nutrition guide for families. As they grow into toddlers, children, and teenagers, their protein needs progressively become closer to those of adults. In practice, this is manageable when choosing whole plant foods, avoiding empty calories in favor of whole grains, legumes, vegetables, nuts, seeds, and some fruit. For those with smaller stomachs, Nourish authors Shaw and Davis suggest that it may be a good idea to include small amounts of refined foods such as pasta because their protein may be more readily absorbable. What about the protein needs of plant-based athletes? There's a lot of serious scientific research and a ton of more or less informed chatter about the role of protein in athletic performance. In Becoming Vegan, Brenda Davis and Vasanto Molina mention that some experts recommend targets as high as 1.3 to 1.5 grams per kilogram per day for endurance athletes and 1.3 to 1.9 grams per kilogram per day for strength athletes eating a plant-based diet. 
This seems far-fetched, but it is not uncommon for athletes to eat twice as much as non-athletes. If they eat twice as much and choose nutrient-dense foods, they'll automatically be getting about twice as much protein. Those who are seeking to compete at elite and professional levels are already working with their coaching team to establish what works best for them. As for myself, as someone who enjoys physical activity as a way to maintain and increase my physical and mental fitness, without making athleticism the center of my life, I follow two rules— First, I make sure to eat enough food. When I train, my energy needs increase. If I eat more food, I'll get more protein, as long as I follow my second rule, which is to choose whole plant foods, such as minimally refined grains, legumes, vegetables, nuts, seeds, and some extra fruit to keep things sweet. What about older adults? If you ask a doctor or dietitian, you'll probably hear that older adults, notably people over 65, need to consume more protein than average. The suggested target would be 1.1 grams per kilogram of healthy body weight. However, not everyone agrees, and the evidence supporting that recommendation is not entirely convincing. See Increasing Protein Intake After Age 65 from NutritionFacts.org linked here. Many older adults have lower activity levels and tend to lose muscle mass faster when inactive. A decrease in muscle mass leads to a decrease in energy or calorie needs, and many seniors have decreased appetites. As a consequence, they eat less food, so they get less protein. For those eating fewer calories, for any reason, every calorie has to count more and provide more nutritional value. Each bite should deliver essential nutrients such as iron, calcium, vitamins of all types, and yes, protein. The 1.1 gram per kilogram target is useful in that it emphasizes choosing nourishing foods, as opposed to refined options and empty calories. For example, brown rice has twice as much protein as white rice. Instead of worrying about protein, those concerned with preserving muscle mass as they age may get more favorable results by doing two things, eating more vegetables and resistance training. See details linked here. What about those with complex medical situations? If you're undergoing cancer treatment, recovering from an injury, or taking certain medication, you may be advised by your medical team to increase your protein intake to support healing and avoid losing muscle mass. I recommend consulting with a plant-friendly medical professional or registered dietitian linked here in coordination with your professional health team. Protein-Aware Meal Planning for Vegans and Plant-Based Eaters What are the practical takeaways when it comes to protein for vegans and plant-based eaters? Number one, most people don't need to worry about protein. If you eat enough and not just one thing like white rice, you'll get plenty of protein, including all essential amino acids. Two, include a diversity of whole grains, legumes, vegetables, nuts, and seeds in your weekly meals. Fruit is great too, but you can't rely on it to meet your protein needs. For an example of a dinner plan, you can download my Planned and Plant-Based Guide for free linked here. For breakfast, batch-cooking-friendly overnight oats and blender waffles are also excellent sources of many nutrients. See recipes linked here. Number three, keep the proportions of the Canada Food Guide in mind. Roughly half of your plate should be filled with vegetables and about a quarter with grains, preferably whole, and a quarter with protein-dense foods including legumes and some nuts. You can use one of my seasonal fill-in-the-blanks templates linked here for inspiration. Number four, there's nothing wrong with occasionally enjoying decadent treats made from refined flour and sugar, but in general it's a good idea to choose nutrient-dense foods. This is true for those who feel ravenous because they've worked hard physically or are growing, as well as for those with a small appetite due to aging or medical conditions. Make sure every bite matters most of the time. And number five, if you absolutely need reassurance, log your food for a day or two using a tool such as Chronometer. 
Keep in mind that the default protein target in the tool may not reflect your actual needs. Unless your doctor or registered dietitian advises differently, aim for approximately one gram of protein per kilogram of healthy body weight per day, give or take a few grams. You just listened to Protein for Vegans and Plant-Based Eaters, Part 2, by Brigitte Jam at veganfamilykitchen.com. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson, and as always, I put a link to the original post in the show notes, so you can check out all the links that Brigitte mentioned in the article, as well as additional resources she cites. And I've also done a number of other episodes about protein. Just put protein in the search field wherever you listen, and I'll link one in particular that Brigitte referred to. It's episode 295. It's actually two articles from nutritionfacts.org. Changing Protein Requirements and Increasing Protein Intake After Age 65. It specifically talked about how strength training may be more important than protein intake for maintaining muscle mass when you're older. So please share this episode with anyone who might benefit, and thanks for listening.